The following show is for informational purposes only. Individual situations may vary, and the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Hi, my name is Adina Abercrombie from CNA Financial Group, and I have with me Sam Soprano uh, as well from CNA Financial Group. And we are going to be talking about financial wellness this morning. I've got a couple questions here for Sam. Um, we're going to go ahead and get started uh, with the first question. And the first question is, what is financial wellness? Ah, good question. Uh, financial wellness is a program that educates people on making better financial decisions. So this is something that's not new. Fortune 100 companies have been doing it for years and years. And pre-pandemic, we saw it start trickling down to the smaller companies. When I say smaller under 500 employees, and quite honestly, 90% of it was under 100 employees. Um, it is a program that helps educate people in making better financial decisions, um, which obviously alleviates stress and so forth. Alleviating stress is something that a lot of people out there are looking to do, especially given uh, the nature of seems like everybody we speak to these days have so much going on in their lives. Um, getting back to financial wellness, what, what does that mean to an organization? Why is it important to have financial wellness in place at the workplace? Uh, well, <clears throat> I, I guess uh, pre-pandemic, SHRM, which is Society of Resource Management, did a survey um, on what was what caused the most stress to employees. And number one answer was financial um, financial. So what that means to an employer is when an employee has financial stress in their life, they're more apt to be absent. In fact, I think the number was 34% uh, increase absenteeism tardiness. Um, they are not focused at work. Um, they tend to lack their the ability to not only focus, but get their work done, which creates more stress for the employees around them because if I can't complete my tasks, someone, will ha someone else has to, which means that employee now is doing their job and my job, which creates animosity and bad feelings. And you can see how a toxic work environment can quickly spread. So by alleviating that stress, by giving those employees the answers that you're looking for and need to be less stressful, the financial wellness program um, can do all that and make a much better work environment. Yeah, and I think that's an important point to, to point out. Um, in addition to the amount of distractions that go on at work when your mind may be on finances, um, finances also may contribute to um, more self-esteem too by the employee because if they have if they're feeling better about their finances they may be feeling better about themselves which also leads to a more productive employee right and we, we we've seen that um, after doing some of these programs um, management has reported back to us that productivity has increased um, if you walk around in an office I mean you'll see someone who's very stressed out about finances or, or health or whatever um, they're typically at work on their computer looking for answers to those questions, and they're not focusing on work. And if we can alleviate that, now their attention is on their job. They've become more, more productive, um, and which obviously increases the bottom line, which is whatever employer wants. 
Exactly. And, you know, maybe you can elaborate some more on how the company can benefit from implementing a financial wellness program. Well, in this day and age, everyone's looking to A, hire good people and B, keep good people. So um, employees uh, have made no secret about it that they're looking to their employer for help in dealing with their finances. Um, By offering this program, uh, it, number one, can attract people to you, and number two, keep those employees. Because employees only change jobs when they're not happy. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean they're not happy with their job. And just the fact that having financial stress, paying their bills, meeting medical costs, and so forth, uh, creates stress. And when that is created, people tend to see to look, you know, the grass is always green on the other side. Now, we all know that's really not. But people leave for stupid reasons. And if you can provide them with the answers they're looking for, provide them with a benefit they feel is meaningful and that you now are showing me that you care about me as an employer, I am more apt to stay where I am. Um, and it's just a little, you know, a little common sense um, that in order to keep good people, you have to treat them right. Now, doesn't necessarily mean you have to pay them more money because I, I hear all the time also paying them top dollar. Um, that's not enough anymore. Yeah. And, and um, for, for those that might be considering implementing a financial wellness program, um, of course, the question comes into their minds, what does it cost for a program? Well, when we do a program for a company, uh, we do not charge. Uh, we don't charge the employer and we don't charge the employee. Uh, a lot of times we'll do what we call lunch and learn. So we'll bring in lunch, we'll put them in a room, program runs, you know, 45 minutes. We like to keep it to 45 minutes. Um, and so there is no cost. So the next question should be, well, you know, what do you, how do you get paid? And, and I tell people it's very simple. Um, we will provide the employees with enough material and enough education that they can run out and do this themselves. They can change their financial world themselves. Um, I kind of equated to the gym. If you get nine people to join a gym, three people will go and will work it on their own and they're good to go and, you know, God bless them. Three other three people, they go, some days they do, some days they don't, they're not really sure what they're doing and they don't see a lot of results. And the last third, join the gym and they just don't go. So when we run this program, we provide enough material and enough uh, information for them to do it on their own. But there's always that middle group of people who go, this is great, but I need help. I need one-on-one help. And that's where we would entertain them. And that's how we would get paid if they want us to do one-on-one coaching. Now, having said that, at the end of every meeting, we do provide a half hour to each person in that room. And the reason we do that is um, no one's going to put their hand up in a room with their peers and go, I'm $20,000 in credit card debt. I don't know what I'm doing. They're just not going to do that. So what we say is, look, everyone gets a half hour, one-on-one, ask any question you want, strictly confidential. Um, I've done this numerous times and I'll have people come in and just, they just want to vent. They just want to, you know, I was thinking about refinancing my house. I'm not sure if I should. And after a 15 or 20 minute conversation, they leave and go, wow, I feel so much better because they got to talk to someone. Um, So that's how the program, the program is designed to educate. Okay. Um, and I, I think we do a really good job with that. Um, and, you know, if we get a client or two out of it, that's okay. Yeah. And 30 minutes can really help 
a lot of people in so many different ways. Because like I was saying before, you know, happier employees will lead to the bottom line at a company to for the better return on investment. And as well as the person themselves feeling better about their financial situation, right. um, because then if, if it gives them hope that there's some a way to fix it, then they can yeah. move on. And, and again, you know, we're trying to create a, an environment at work where they're, they feel appreciated, they'll work better. Um, their productivity goes up. Um, It's a much healthier environment to be in than one where everyone's stressed out and nothing gets done. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, um, that leads me to my next question, Sam. When we talk about stress, there's a lot of uh, stressful situations, money being one of them, as you mentioned. Um, Many people are worried about the rising cost of food and gas and just the cost of daily living. How can a financial wellness program help those employees? Um, I'm sure there's a lot of um, human resource managers out there that that want to help their employees in some way, shape, or form. How can they help those that are worried about inflation and, and help manage their cash, cash flow? So one, great question. So one of the things that we do in this program is we talk about cash flow um, and how it affects everyone. The thing that I find interesting is that most people have more money than they think um, because money is falling through the cracks. They don't realize it. Um, I worked with a client who, after going through all their stuff, I determined that they should be saving $3,000 a month. They thought I was crazy. They said, there's no way we can do that. I put some things in place for them um, at no cost to them, uh, just a different way of thinking, a different way of, of maneuvering money. And lo and behold, they did save $3,000 a month. And within one year, they, they saved $36,000 and bought a house. They didn't buy anything. They didn't have to buy an investment. It was nothing. It was just how do you handle money? So I, and the way I, I explain this is through, you know, through a story is when I first got married, um, my wife used to cut the ends of the, the roast off and she put it in the oven. And after a while, I asked her, why do you always cut the ends of the roast off? And she goes, well, that's my mother did. So, you know, next time I saw her, my mother-in-law, I said, Mom, why do you cut the ends of the roast? Because that's what my mother always did. So, of course, I was now really curious and we called her grandmother and, you know, said, why did you cut the ends of the roast off? She says, well, when me and grandpa first got married, we lived in a very small apartment with a very small oven. It never, the roast didn't fit. So I cut the ends off. So we laugh at that, but that's why people make financial decisions because that's what their parents did, their grandparents did. And we fall victim of not thinking and just doing things the way everyone else did it. Well, fast forward two generations, things are a lot different now than they were two generations ago and even one generation ago. So you have to start thinking in terms of what, how is it impacting me and my family now, not 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago. So we teach people how to increase cash flow just by simply changing your mindset and, and just changing a few items. And people, it is not uncommon for us to, $3,000 a month is a lot, but it is not uncommon to find five, six, seven, or $800 a month that they didn't know they had. Um, and that can, can have a huge impact on someone. Absolutely. And really get them to maybe get some of those goals, make some of those goals and, and eventually create some wealth down the road. Right. And we, we also, we, we spend some time on debt because debt is, I believe, 66% of what people are stressed out about is debt. 
And we, in that program, we do teach them how to handle their debt, how to systematically pay it down, uh, what should be done first. There's different methods. Um, and it, it, it helps. I mean, I've had people come up to me and because a lot of times we'll do several programs at a, at a company. So I, I did a program and we were back the next month doing it again. And a woman walked in who wasn't in, in this meeting and came up to me and said, thank you so much. Um, I, and I, quite, I didn't really remember her. And she was, uh, last month when you were here, you told me about how to pay off the, my, my debt. She was, and I did it. And you know what? Uh, I feel so much better. And it was very simple. Uh, you know, she explained to me, she had $15,000 in a checking account making 0%. She had $10,000 in credit card debt at 14%. I go, why would you do that? Just pay it off. And if an emergency happens, you have the credit card if you, if you need be. Okay. So she did that. And she said, I, I feel so much better. I have no debt. Oh. And, and when you feel better, again, going back to implementation at work, you feel better about your finances. You'll feel better at work in, in raising that productivity. Mm-hmm. Um, and there may be some employers out there that want to know how they can support their employees' financial health. Well, this is a great program, and this is a great way to do it. It doesn't cost anything to you. It doesn't cost anything to your uh, employee. So it's it's kind of a no brainer to implement a financial wellness program. Yeah, and um, you know we had we had a lot of these programs lined up pre pandemic, and then the pandemic hit. And obviously we couldn't go out to see people, but I think it's starting to come around again. I think more than more now than ever, people need help with their finances. Um, they just do. They have millions of questions. Um, I think this program will provide a lot of answers to those questions and really help them. Absolutely. And, you know, there's there's another topic that I know that's on the mind of a lot of uh, employers out there is employee retention. And this is simply another box that they can check off when it comes to uh, retaining those employees. Absolutely. Most people change jobs because they're stressed. Okay, whatever the reason, they always think the grass is greener on the other side. And we all know that it really isn't. But when you're stressed and you can't see it in front of you, um, they'll take another job for an extra dollar an hour because they think it's going to improve them. Um, and if you can teach them how to make better decisions, relieve that financial stress, they're more apt to stay with you. And more importantly, when you're hiring people, if you tell them, well, we have a financial wellness program that you can participate in, and, and you know, that can be a drawing card. Um, because it shows the employer truly cares about his employees or her employees. Uh, and when people feel like they're, they're um, wanted, they tend to stay. I couldn't agree more, Sam. Um, you've given us a lot of great information to think about. There, uh, it's very easy to implement a financial wellness program at your employer. Um, Sam has been with uh, CNA Financial Group for uh, over 10 years. Uh, helping employers with financial wellness programs, implementing them, educating the employees um, and sitting with them so that they can really excel in their financial health. Um, If you would like to implement the program, uh, ask Sam more questions about how it works. Uh, His contact information, you can give him a call. The number is 732-528. 4800 and he's at extension 218. Um, Sam also can be emailed and his email address is Samuel underscore soprano 
at glick, that's G-L-I-C dot com. So Samuel underscore soprano at glick.com. We thank you for listening to our podcast today on financial wellness, and we hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Advisors of the Institute of Responsible Wealth may be licensed for investment and insurance products. The Institute of Responsible Wealth is an educational division of CNA Financial Group. CNA Financial Group and its advisors are an agency or an agent of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, New York, New York. Securities products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC. Park Avenue Securities is a direct, wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. The Institute of Responsible Wealth and CNA Financial Group are not affiliates or subsidiaries of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. 2022 141856